Hey there, welcome to the Exeter Show. I'm Chris, got Paul and Joe with me. You guys are doing great. And don't say creamy. Uh, Paul said creamy before, and I'm still a little creeped out about that. Feeling chunky. Oh, I actually I feel that. okay I with it. chunky. I feel that. You look great. <laughs> well, creamy sounds weird. You, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, I'm feeling I'm moist. feeling magically delicious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, chunky is weird, but... I, I, I'm not going to act with vitamin C. The first segment recorded, I, I got, I felt a little bit icky. When I like, hey, we're going to get to our topic in a second, but I want to address something that happened last week. I, I don't think I told Joe about this yet. I thought this was oh, kind of no, funny. What did we do? We had a segment uh, talking about how there was a town in California that wanted to shoot down drones yeah. in, in the air. And yeah. it was funny because... Um, I like to share a show on a bunch of Facebook groups, and I wanted to um, relate it to Ohio. So in some of these Ohio Facebook groups, I'm like, what town in Ohio do you think will shoot Amazon drones down? Just more of a joke. You could say, oh, this hillbilly town in western Ohio will do that or not. It sparked all kinds of discussions going, isn't that illegal to do in Ohio? Why are you doing that and everything? And I'm like, listen to this show. We're having fun with it. <laughs> And, and no one got mad. It just they took it way too seriously. And I think it's because I work with the internet. Yeah, I, I think I work with USA Today Network, and in hopes to get more clicks to our stories, I'll share a lot of stories that we write. So because I share it, maybe the thought was like this big USA Today discussion or something like you know, should we revolt against Amazon or something? So it's the power of the show or the power of me. I don't know. It, it, it was no, fun. It's a real question though, which. Would it be in a rural area or an urban area that is more likely yeah, could be. to get real uh, rural gun gun happy about rural about uh, you think rural? Yes, hands down. Hands well, down. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, listen to the show. Let us know what you think, and hey, subscribe if you haven't already. You, you never know what we're going to talk about. Well, I, we have a couple. We segments. never know what we're going to talk. Yeah, about. seriously. What are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think I was going to talk about this. I just started yapping my gums. There we but, are. <laughs> let's talk. We can keep this one a little, little bit shorter. Um, sheets this week. Um, we're recording this the week before July fourth. Happy July fourth, everybody. Whenever you listen to this. Um, but you know, gas is way high. I mean, it's kind of dipped down. Under five bucks, but obviously it's still way high compared to where it used to be. Well, so Sheets is saying, "Hey, for the end of the till the end of the um, week, or until we get to July fourth, we're going to start selling gas from anywhere from three forty nine to three ninety nine." Well, obviously everyone just over the moon excited because they're like, "Wow, we get to save money on gas!" But isn't it just a stupid marketing ploy? Because you know what you're going to do, you're going to have People lined up for hours and hours on end to get their cheaper gas. While, hey, I'm going to go to Speedway. I'll pay my 5 bucks. Yeah, I'm paying 12 bucks more, but I'm getting out earlier. I can get home and see my family, or I can get to work on time, or wherever I'm headed. They're dopes that go and do the sheets deal. Is this a logic that you apply to buying gas every time? Because obviously... Like anytime you see a gas station, there is one catty corner from them that is two cents more expensive. 
do you go pay the extra two cents to go to the one that less people are at? For me, my wife and I always forget to get gas. And we're like praying, going, oh, we're going to run out of gas. We're going to run out of gas. <laughs> so we're almost to the point where we say, this has gas. And we go there. And we're not even looking at the gas prices. We're just praying that the car doesn't it's run the out. It's the one that way. you can arrive to by right. gliding <laughs> downhill to. into the, yeah. Right. I get I it. Mean, it could, they could charge us 30 bucks a gallon. And believe us, we're not rich by any means. But it's more of the, I, we don't want to, you know, have our car towed or whatever. It, it's right. just really crazy. Well, how do you guys do it? Maybe you guys do it differently. I I don't pass a lot of gas stations on, on the regular. Um, around here, we don't have them that close where they're kind of across the street from each other. So it's kind of like the, the one that you... The one that you pass, um, which around here is frequently a sheets. Um, I, obviously, if I know a place is going to have cheaper gas, I will try that. But if if there are lines out into the street, I'll I'll likely just try them next time and just because nothing around here is close, and so I, I could do two Phillips a week. So that's, I'll catch it next time. I'm not obsessive about it, but I'm I'm much more likely to go to, you know, the the grocery store gas station where I'm earning points at the grocery store and then being able to redeem them at the gas pump. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, I'm not obsessive about it, but that's more likely where I get gas than anywhere else unless I'm on the other side of town and uh, I'm running out of gas. <laughs> Is there a sheets close to Evil and Vegas? Yeah. Or- for me, no. Western PA, no, we're Sheets country, man. Nowhere okay. near. Nowhere Sheet, near me. Sheets is like expanding really aggressively into Central Ohio. There's a couple here, but there's not a ton. So unless there's one that opened up near me that I'm not aware of, I mean Delaware County, which is the next county north of where I'm at, is the closest Sheets. So I guess if I drive through Delaware County, see the Sheets, don't see that many people there, great, I'll go in if I need gas, but I'm definitely not driving one county up to get me a dollar less on gas. Uh, Western PA within five years is going to be one giant sheets. So. Really? <laughs> okay. That actually might be more convenient. <laughs> Did, Are they going to put the overhang over everything with the really, really bright lights? Uh, they won't even need the lights because the sun never shines here, so it doesn't matter. Fair. I do... <laughs> I do like the idea of more access to the window cleaners. Okay. I find that I need those more often than I do gas. And doesn't Sheets have better food? Isn't that the one that has like a cafe inside or something? Some of the things. um, If you're in the mood for a burger, do not, under any circumstance, get a Sheets burger. Okay. It's just a gray slab of I don't know what. Um but the other stuff is pretty good. Reminds me of Malone. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I will say this. Um, this is There's not very many in my area, but uh, they they it's primarily a Texas thing, and there's been a couple uh, built into Alabama and through the area, but there's not very many in my area. Yeah, down here, we have Bucky's. Oh, and okay. Bucky's has built its reputation on offering gas that's a little bit cheaper but mm. it's literally like a, a department store inside 
there is a restaurant, there is buffets, there is clothing store, there is outdoors equipment, there is everything. And so its reputation is opening up one of these huge buckies near where there are other gas stations, a lot of times like mom and pop places, who then go out of business because they offer cheaper gas. So people will go there and wait in lines, even though they have like some absurd number of pumps. They may have like 20 pumps or more, uh, but they are drawing you in to go in, especially for travelers. They keep their bathrooms immaculate. Yeah. They are amazing. Uh, and then they have tons of food and merchandise and stuff. So they will sell you a bunch of crap, uh, especially these Bucky's, uh, like uh, their actual merchandise. Um, so they make a lot of money off of people stopping there and going inside. And it makes up for what they might not make on their gas. I got asked to do a podcast for my regular job um, where there's a story coming up. Um, support local journalism. Even if you're not in Ohio, the Canton Repository, I believe it's July 7th, is doing a story about restaurant inspections, how they're done. And I got a chance to interview the reporter. Uh, you, you'll see a video like this coming out. How strange will that be? But um, he made a good point. He was talking about with restaurant inspections. Um, I asked him if they had, he had any advice for what inspectors look for. And they kept saying, if your bathroom is immaculate, the food's more likely to be good. Like, so they were actually recommending if you go into a new restaurant, go in the bathroom first. If the bathroom's great, you're like, okay, the food should be okay. But yeah. if you go in there and the bathroom's dirty, it often means that, you know, buyer beware. Maybe you shouldn't you know, <laughs> eat food there. But I don't know. You should definitely not eat any food prepared in the bathroom. Yes, yes. Please don't. <laughs> we do not support that practice. These are rules I live by. <laughs> I used to collect like Amazon gift cards and the more I would get food at Speedway, I get bonus points to get toward that Amazon gift card. I ate so much bad, you know, <laughs> Speedway food, whichever restaurants I've had to. So don't send us letters to Speedway, but no, so I know what you mean. I, I don't want to go as far as say it was prepared in the bathroom, but sometimes it wasn't the best tasting food. So you're not a supporter of Kramer's idea of preparing food in the shower to save time. Oh, I I am because that was a fantastic episode. That, <laughs> I, I, I forgot about we that. Had we had a whole episode on things that you shouldn't be yes. using in the bathroom. No, it, it was interesting because we also do a, a Seinfeld be doing podcast on the toilet. <laughs> and the on the same. On the Seinfeld podcast this week, we talked about favorite episodes. I forgot about that one. Uh, you know, I've got four or five in my wheelhouse, but man, that the bathroom and where Elaine had germs and uh, was it fleas or something? It, it was it was great. That know. was a that was one of the best Seinfelds. It was fun. You know, people have been raving you know past couple of years that you know eating an orange in the shower is like this magical experience. I I don't know. I've, I've seen never some tried stuff a shower about that. orange, but. I, it has to do with the uh, the the steam in the shower opening up yeah. olfactory senses and whatever else. Our upstairs bath- try it and report back next week. Okay. Our Please our fi- our my fifteen year old mistakenly uh, overflowed the bathroom upstairs earlier tonight. So the bathroom's a scary place for me right now. Like I, I don't want to. <laughs> 
uh, I, I'm using my downstairs bathroom if I have to go. I don't want to go in there for any reason. It, it's kind of a, it, it's kind of a rough thing tonight. It, it's kind of wild. <laughs> You're like so. one step away from just going in a bucket. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, remember when I'm in the bathroom, I got pee. I got pee. I, if, I, you, uh, if you go yeah. in a bucket, that means the food in your house also is ill prepared. <laughs> I, I will say, my wife doesn't usually listen to the podcast, but I did tell her about my peeing in the shower story, and she wasn't as horrified as I thought she was. <laughs> I mean, I thought you know, she was going to march right out and move and you know file for divorce or something. But no, she was she wasn't happy, but she wasn't she was down horrified. She was like, no. like, oh yeah, maybe so, she was she was in a real good mood. I, I could tell she wasn't happy, but she wasn't screaming either. So. You said she doesn't always listen to the podcast. Does she sometimes? <laughs> I think she says, hey, I hear you enough around the house anyway. Yes, <laughs> that is literally what right. my wife says. I right. hear, because for the longest time, I would put my headphones on and she would only hear what I was saying. Yeah. Which was 10 times weirder than listening right. to the entire conversation. Because, right. like, what are they saying that yes. that's what you're saying in response? Uh, what or you should say, nobody's about? there. I'm just yeah. recording myself, you know, yabbering on. No, there is no one else. It is a yeah. solo podcast. So that's how, we, that's how we record our episodes. We each just, by ourselves, just say things, and then we just <laughs> blend them together. And... That's why it sounds so confusing, disjointed. It's... <laughs> It's We're literally do. on three different trains of thought. <laughs> yes. Um, my train yeah. The Orient Express. I, I think that infamous night where she came, like she wanted a snack. Like I got some snacks in the refrigerator. So she got that and then she just sat down. And it was, I think it was the night we talked about KFC, the sweet or whatever. Yeah, she sat down and she was listening. I mean, I was, it, it was almost like surreal. It was like, yeah. And, and not surreal in a great way. It was like surreal in a scary yeah, way. Like, oh, what's Salvador going on Dali way. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, that clock melting over the... Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, something weird's going to happen. But we were <laughs> we were in Ohio today and driving back, and my wife was saying how she should find a podcast to listen to. I'm like, the Etc. Show. Uh-huh. She's like, what's that? <laughs> yeah, <it's- laughs> yeah, that's uh, when you crawl under a hole and you say, oh. <laughs> like, no, I'm not listening to that. Yeah, what am I doing with flies or something? <laughs> I, I've been scared. Like, I brought up at work. I've been told not to bring up the podcast as much. But, like, I, I once said a national call. And, you know, we talked to our friend um, Toby um, Price, um, the oh, guy yeah. from Mississippi, Ohio native. That, And it was interesting because he's from Ohio. I actually wrote something up and appeared in the dispatch where I just used information from the podcast, didn't say my name or the podcast name or anything. Mm-hmm. And I, I could see, um, I led a national call where a lot of people would do what I do. You know, we talked about story ideas and everything. And I just said, hey, always been look out for good stories. I do this podcast. And I talked to the guy who got fired for reading I Need a New Butt. And you, you could see, like, on the Zoom call, there's, like, a couple hundred people there. But the people you work with most is in the first nine squares. And you see my boss going, like, (laughs) shaking your head like, I can't believe I let him talk. (laughs) Shut him up. This is wrong. I was at, uh, uh, we had a a family funeral in Ohio earlier today. And there was a a toddler there. And I, uh, they walked, the mother walked past with the child. And 
said, let's go change your butt. I mean, in the diaper, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yes. Boom. Boom. I've been tempted. And maybe we should do this. I mean, we're, we're all out there a little bit more since COVID's not quite. It, it's still out there. Be careful. Okay. Mask up when you can. But people are out there more. I, I need to get everyone business cards. We can start, you know, passing out business cards. Like, only the little kids, not adults. You know, the four-year-old that <laughs> talked about his butt and say, hey, here you go. Should be good. That's how we can increase our relationship. It'll be really great. Hey, uh, before we close with this, um, is there any other weird deals that you've seen out there? Like, the only thing I could think of is I used to live in Northeast Ohio, and when LeBron was there for the first time, like, Papa John's was celebrating LeBron, which is weird. It, he didn't win a title. I think they were just excited that LeBron was being LeBron. So I don't know if you remember this, but it was shortly after he got married. For a couple nights, Papa John's had large pizzas for 23 cents to celebrate LeBron. I mean, there was lines. and It was crazy. Okay. And my wife is a big Papa John's fan. So we went and got like two. You can only get two pizzas each place. We went to two and we kept them in the fridge. I, I will say I'm not a big stay in line guy, but my wife really liked Papa John, so we took advantage of that. Is there any other deals like that that you've remembered or you've seen like that? I remember doing gas at some point when I was very young and I, they did gas for a quarter. Whoa. Yeah, it was lines way down, way, way down the street. I don't remember can, why they did it. It was kind of a dumb idea, but... <laughs> can you imagine if they did that now? I mean, my... Oh, I fight. can, because I remember the lines for gas when gas was scarce after Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Here. I, I know I have waited in lines for gas, and it is not fun, uh, and I wouldn't want to do it again on purpose. The, the I, night of 9-11, I saw some oh, yeah. gas stations. Well, I remember that. I was in the news business, and... You know, it's when we all went to the office every night and we were there late because obviously it was a horrifying news day. But I remember, like, asking the gas person questions. Yeah, the reporter me was coming out. I wasn't even writing the story. I was just curious. And I had people behind me yelling because the gas kept on going up. And the thought is, if I'm sitting there going, oh, how high is the gas going to get? You know, the clerk's going to be like, watch! And, you know, like, start <laughs> jacking it up. But, yeah, that was a wild, oh, that was a rough night. All right. Um. Oh, let me mention before we go on to our next seg segment. I got sponsors. I, I fixed. Uh, we had a broken link on our Cash App app or ad. So on your podcast page, however you're consuming this podcast, check out Cash App. You might be listening to this and going, "My goodness, Paul Yancheck gave me a business card. I checked this podcast and." I hate this. What's going on here? Well, if you click on the Cash App ad, sign for Cash App, link your account to Cash App, you get five bucks. And Cash App's great. It's like PayPal. If you're going out to eat with somebody you want to split the bill, you can send each other money through Cash App. So check out Cash App. It's really cool. It's worked for me. I use it all the time. I uh, rent a house in Canton, and my renter pays me in Cash App. And I just... Click a button, and that money goes right from my Cash App to my bank. So easy. It's great. So check out Cash App. And one of the things you notice on our website, viewfromthepew.club, 
I like, I, I'm a contest guy. It's just a dumb hobby of mine. We're going to share some contests. Hopefully you'll win. Sign up. Uh, the contest I have with his podcast page, you can win a $500 Amazon gift card. So just click the link, sign up. You never know, you might win. So, All right. Well, for Joe and Paul, this is Chris. Thanks for checking out the Xero Show. Lots more to come. Have a great night, everybody. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.